This week I've been testing my new recording setup because I feel like the output doesn't sound so much as I'd like it to be. And I especially noticed that my consonant sounded a little bit different. Like my P's, F's, B's, V's, and even S and R seemed, seemed to sound strange. And I still couldn't find the exact solution to this, but I'm working on it. Anyway, I'm trying my best to make my output sound as natural as possible. So if you're listening and if you are an audio expert and you have suggestions how I can make this better, please feel free. I'd be so thankful for any help, like how I can make myself sound better in this podcast. So yeah, hello and welcome to another episode of Rome is in Manila. This is Rome and yeah, you're not here because you want to know about my current concerns about recording and stuff. You're here because you want to know what I have to say about having fun while learning languages. Right? Or don't you? Yeah, and I didn't force you to listen to this episode, right? You're here out of your own free will. And if you listen to last week's episode... I mentioned about input versus output, and I would like to begin today's discussion with that phrase, input versus output. So input. So how do we input languages into our neural systems in fun ways? Obviously, I think we shouldn't be using neural system here because that sounds so nerdy. So yeah, just input languages in our brain, input. You know, you know we have five senses, right? And I'd like to go on using five senses as the main path for inputting languages in our brains. So first we have hearing, so sense of hearing. And I'd like to give emphasis on this. You know, I'm a believer or an advocate saying that languages are spoken and heard. Okay, so, well, there are also sign languages and there's the braille system. But for most of us, languages are spoken and heard. So sounds, so hearing, we input languages by hearing them. And I think this is where most beginners fail because they do not put in enough time to listen to the language. Rather, they focus on using their sense of sight. We overuse our eyes and we are not using our ears enough. I think that's the case for most people, unless you're a musician. Yeah, if, if you're not a musician, you can only tell G-sharp by looking at a music sheet. You probably cannot tell by just hearing it. For example, if I play a note, you probably won't know what it is, or can you? Because if you can, well, that's awesome. That means you've developed this oral ability, something like a connection between your ears and your brain that makes you more able to distinguish the differences in sounds and then, yeah, you're able to identify them. Okay, um, enough. Enough for music knowledge. But yeah, music. I enjoy learning languages through music because music is rhythmic and rhythmic stuff are usually very easy to remember. 
music also provides some sort of connection that I cannot explain. But you know, it's 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 when you write music, when you when you sing songs, it somehow solidifies the emotions, or it makes your memory, it makes your memory of something become more ingrained in your brain. Um, do you remember your graduation song? Yeah. Mine was Wish. My wish for you is that this life becomes all that you want it to. Yeah, okay. That that song Wish. And I won't sing the full song because I don't know maybe copyright issue for the lyrics. I don't know how this works yet. So, yeah, I'm just playing safe. So yeah, music. Listen to music in your target language and sing along. I do believe that everyone in this world loves singing. So why not use it to our advantage, right? Why not learn a language by singing songs? For me, for me, I became more comfortable with Korean, and I also learned how to read Korean faster because I started singing along on videos on YouTube. I didn't use romanization, but I searched for songs in Korean, and I made sure that the lyrics were also in Korean writing system, and I sang along while looking at the lyrics. Well, it it depends on the language that you're learning, but songs are usually written in a way that you can use them in common speech. Probably not all the time, because. In Filipino, there might not be a lot of people who would still say, "Nandito ako umiibig sa yo kahit na nagdurugo ang puso." Yeah, songs can be very poetic, but normally you can use them in free speech, so that helps. Yeah, input your target language music using your sense of hearing. Hearing, it should be the same with consuming other stuff. Like listening to a podcast, watching news, watching TV shows, watching clips in your target language. I think that's fun, right? People usually think they can learn a language by just watching a show on Netflix in their target language, but that's not true. Because if you're just watching, there's a very high possibility that you're actually not listening to your target language. You're simply watching and maybe reading subtitles, or are you not using subtitles? Are you not using subtitles? So you watch Korean drama without subtitles. You watch Itaewon Class, that's a Korean series. You watch Money Heist in Spanish without subtitles. What else? Okay, I I don't know what else is popular, but did you watch these? Series without subtitles. If you did, that's amazing. I think that's amazing for picking up the language, because then you'd be listening to the original audio and at the same time, look looking at what's happening and making that that sort of connection about what they were saying, what you're able to hear, and what's happening in the scenes, what your eyes are able to see. So it's like when you see things and when you hear things at the same time. I don't know. There's just that. It 
it cements the idea, the concept, the language in your into your brain so much stronger. So yeah, you know there there are people who say it's good to watch with subtitles because you can lis- listen to what they said, what they're saying, and at the same time you're able to see what it means or see how it is translated because those two are different things. You know, like how Kakao Talk was translated to WhatsApp in the Korean movie Parasite. I'm not sure if you got that, but yeah, Kakao Talk was translated to WhatsApp in the subtitles. So it, it really depends on you, I think. If you watch movies or clips and you want subtitles or not, it depends on you. It depends it depends on your purpose. Are you watching just for the fun of it or are you watching because you want to learn the language and at the same time have fun watching? It's it's up to you. Use subtitles or don't use subtitles. Find what works for you. We are all different. And I remember one story when I was in college and I downloaded a movie on my phone. What was that phone? I think that was Sony Ericsson. A little old. And maybe, yeah, I'm not sure. I can't remember anymore, but it's an old smartphone. But I'm able to download movies on the SD card or the memory card. I don't know if that was already SD. And yeah, so I downloaded a Korean movie on my phone. And I forgot to download the subtitles. And actually, even when I tried looking for the subtitles, I couldn't find any. So I ended up watching a two-hour movie in full Korean. The movie was Gangster High. I don't think it's popular. Yeah, I don't think it's popular. It was quite grim, and I don't remember my motivations for watching it. But I just watched, and I picked up a few words, and... Well, I'm, I made my ears be more acquainted with the sound of the language. So there you go. I think that discussion should already be enough for input using the sense of hearing and sense of sight. Well, at least using digital means. Digital, you know. Next, sense of smell and taste. Yeah, I think this, these two should go together sense of smell and taste so having fun or giving pleasure well giving pleasure to yourself with a sense of smell and taste i i think you should know what this is about yeah this is food and beverages hmm. will, will you learn a foreign language and not bother to try their dishes that they i mean yeah Would you learn a foreign language and not bother try the dishes that they have in that country? No way, right? As for me, I ate kamjatang before I knew what it's called and it easily became my favorite, kamjatang. If you like Korean food, you should try kamjatang. Yeah, so food, food and language. I think they're bound together. Plus, it's very helpful to know the name of the food you're eating. Know the name of the food you're eating or the food someone else is eating so appetizingly. Like, if you ever visit a foreign country and you want to try their food, you'd better know what it's called because there's a lot of food 
which names sound very similar and you don't want to get confused okay so last year i was in vietnam for a week and i was with a vietnamese friend in the middle of the night while we were walking on the streets of Nha Trang, he asked me if i wanted to eat some boiled egg okay so he just said boiled egg in english and he didn't give me a vietnamese name he just said boiled egg so i expected it to be the same boiled egg that i normally eat at home but after we got our order in the store along the street and sat in the kitty chairs can i say kitty chairs i found out that it was actually balot yeah balot is filipino for a fertilized chicken embryo so balot um well I, I for sure they have their own name but yeah it's like balot in filipino and although i'm filipino i don't eat balot i'm sorry I, i've tried it a lot of times but i just don't eat balot so i just sip the soup and stop eating it politely yeah it would have been good if i knew what it was from the very beginning but yeah it was okay at least i have this story to tell so yeah feed yourself with the food from your target language you know just learning the names of food items or even fruits and vegetables will already add hundreds of vocabulary to your word bank so let's eat delicious food while learning languages okay yeah and smell smell is i don't really know do you smell languages? Well, there's Sorhyeonggi. Sorhyeonggi in Korean. It's a scent of pine trees. But that's a vocabulary word. But I don't know. I, I think when you visit a foreign country, there's a certain scent that you will get to smell. I didn't particularly learn smell words. Yeah, uh, I, I didn't learn smell words i don't know that much but it might come in handy just in case you know so okay i think i need to research more about smell and foreign languages so sense of hearing sight taste smell that's four and then we have feel feel or touch i think it's more of touch but i like feel more because i think touch is very limited the sense of touch is limited to soft hard smooth rough hot and cold you know those kinds of things but as for feel it seems like it's very wide range like there is but I, i'm not sure if it's still the sense of feeling but you know anger disappointment wrath loneliness happiness and so on so ex express yourself and express what you feel in your target language and actually i'm i'm so amazed with the korean language because they have words for all sorts of feelings including minor nuances and i'm still not 100% sure how these feelings feeling words differ but i'll get there yeah i will get there
So how do you enjoy these? I mean, I can understand how hearing, sight, taste, and smell could give you some sort of enjoyment or pleasure, if you may. But language and feeling, I mean, yeah, for hearing, sight, taste, and smell, it's so easy to identify like how you enjoy these senses and at the same time in relation to languages but language and feeling i'm not really sure but in korean there is this word shiwanhada it means to be refreshed and whenever i say this word shiwanhada shiwanhada i feel refreshed like really so shiwanhada literally my insides are refreshed that what it says but yeah it's like my heart is refreshed my mind is refreshed and I think it's just the power of words. So call a feeling and it will come to you. Maybe. But don't call anger. At least not right now. Okay. So what I have shared so far are very simple. Very simple ways how you can have fun while learning languages. Yeah, have fun, maybe. Or if not, at least I hope I was able to give you some perspectives when it comes to learning languages. And, you know, I'd love to have more detail and specific discussion about things. So if you could send me questions, topics, or suggestions, we can discuss about these. And up to this point, I haven't really invited anyone to become a guest in my podcast. And I'm currently thinking of doing that real soon. If you want to be a guest on this show, please feel free to look me up and send me a message on Facebook. I have a Facebook page called Rome is in Manila. So follow and subscribe. And yeah, if feel, please feel free to comment and speak out. I think this would be all for this episode. And thank you very much for listening. Well, next week, the tentative episode title is Orange Carrot. And it will still be about language learning. So what is that about? Mm, I'm not sure yet, but yeah, maybe hit me up and send me a message so we can discuss. Yeah, this is really it. So see you next time.